All right, guys, we've got an announcement for you. Yes. Uh, thanks for joining us this week. Um, before we get into the episode, we wanted to let you know something that's coming up, something that we've been uh, probably working alluding on, to, yes. working on Mark and hinting at calendars. for a while now. Um, yes, <laughs> we are coming back out with another live event, a live show. What are we calling it? An event, a show? I know yeah. An evening to make sense. An evening to make sense is the title. Um, it's going to be taking place on the 25th of February. Yes, that's a Monday. Monday. So a, Monday. a nice way to kickstart your week. Trust me. Um, it's going to be 6.30 to 9pm. Yep. yep. Um, and it's going to be at Kaz Business School over in Moorgate. Um, there'll be more details on our socials on our event yep. right, after yep. this. Um, but I don't know. It's just generally going to be, I don't know if you was at our first event in the House of Commons, which was over a year ago. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's going to be similar to that, plus a little bit more, plus a lot more, in fact. Yeah. yeah you know, so we're going to yeah. be covering certain topics. We'll have uh, guest speakers. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be a bit of a networking opportunity afterwards. Yeah. Uh, but like everything we do, it's uh, going to be in a, a night or an event for you to come, learn something, take something away from Yeah. Uh, meet share someone ideas. new, share ideas, give your ideas, you know. Mm-hmm. The one thing I liked about the House of Common event is how interactive it was. Yeah, yeah. I love that. And, and yeah. we learned. I think this podcast has only lasted as long as it did because of that event. Yeah. I think, you know, it might have just been something fun to do. But after we did that event and saw the response, I think it really gave us a lot of drive. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, thanks a lot for all of those who came. Please come to this next one. Yep. And bring anyone your that didn't come, yeah, bring your friends. Um, but bring yeah, your so parents. Yep. Yes, yep. please bring your parents. Um, but, yeah, you know, how are you guys feeling about it? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. excited. I'm excited. excited. So yeah, um, look out for it. As I say, there'll be more information coming out on the socials. Yes. But that's the 25th of February, 6.30 to 9pm, Kaz Business School over in Moorgate. And we can't wait to see you there. All right, guys. Peace. Peace. Enjoy the episode. Yes. What's good, people? A little bit of bad news. By the time you're hearing this, the event's actually now already sold out. Um, unfortunately, we're unable to extend the capacity or get a bigger room. Um so yes we won't be releasing any more tickets however if there are any last minute cancellations or whatever we will make uh tickets available um main thing to do if you've missed out on this one i would say is if you holler at us on our socials via dm or send us an email on info at making sense podcast.com and, and kind of what we'll do is the next time we have an event coming up we'll email you you know kind of like an early release thing so you can, guys can get your tickets early uh, we do plan to do another one very soon. We're just looking for the right kind of venue so we can do the right kind of event for you. Um, but yeah, we'll keep you posted. And as you say, if you are wanting to get you know get in there before everyone else, just follow us. All right, bye. So that's the financial life cycle. What we're going into now is retirement and what that looks like. Hey. You know? <laughs> um, and I've, it's been something that's on my mind for a while now, probably like the last couple of years. Uh, the last few years of work have been very tough. Rewarding, Same. Uh, financially and professionally. Uh, you know, I, my income's increasing. You know, I'm not where I want to be, but it's a long way from where I was two years ago. Uh, and I'm learning a lot of skills. I've met a good, you know, some good people. You know, it's great. But so I mean, it's been tough. It's been very, very tough in terms of time. Uh, so I've just had this thought in my mind that I want to retire early. You know, uh, it's, I know it's not going to be easy. And I know there's going to be cynical people. There's always cynical people. Um, out there saying that you can't do it. But just because something's tough doesn't mean it can't be done. It's tough until you do it, right? Exactly. Um, so yeah, that's my mind. I, I want to know how I can retire early, if I or earlier than if then early as possible, right? Early than sixty-five for sure. Do you have an age in mind at the moment? Or? I'd like I'd like to do it by forty-five, fifty. Go I on. think if if I was where I'm at now, like five, even ten, like ten, maybe even five years ago, I would have said thirty-five, like, forty. Oh wow! Right? 
I would have, yeah, if I was, so my idea, I'd love to try and get my daughter to be able to retire by the time she's them ages, by like mm. 35, 40, if possible. Mm. Yeah, just, it's true. Just because. It might not be me, but I want it for my kids, yeah. future kids. So yeah. it might be too late for me to retire at that age. It might, might for me, retire, retirement early might be 45, 50, 50. Yeah. Right? So that, which is still 15 years yeah, better than exactly. normal. Uh, but for her, I'd like it to be as young as possible, mainly because, you know, retirement looks great in terms of the freedom you get. But if you've not got that young energy, I don't think you can fully benefit from it. Right. So you're traveling, but you can't do certain excursions. Trust me, feeling. <laughs> you know, you know, you, know, you want to do some jet ski and you can't do that because your back's back in 2005. Trust me. You know, so I can barely handle a rave on one, one Saturday. Exactly. I think I just want to be able to I just want to be able to what have the full use of that time and the money I have. Uh, so I'd like to do it as soon as possible, spend that time with family, friends, and just doing the things that we're supposed to be alive for. Amen. amen. Um, so that's that's my thing. I'd like to retire early. Um, what that's going to look like, don't know. You know, it's going to be, as I said, serious cutting back yeah. to my lifestyle potentially, uh, which isn't too bad. You know, there's a term we used to use back in the day, balling on a budget, mm-hmm. you know. I, don't, I think we've gotten away from it a I little bit. I don't think we can actually ball on a budget anymore, though. I think we can. I think you, I actually think you can. What, like that guy on Twitter that spends £30 a month? I'm <laughs> mad. But the thing is, the budget doesn't have to be super low. You're just pulling yeah. on a budget. So, and as I said before, so it doesn't mean you're not going to get designer stuff, but you're only going to get it when you get a good deal. Mm. You know? So as long as you've done your finances, you say, okay, this is my disposable income. As a reward income. to yourself. Yeah. yeah. How can I get the things I want while sticking in that? Do you know what I think we need to do? We need to stop looking at it like it's a massive sacrifice when it really is just a lifestyle change preparing you for later on in life. We all for do things at certain relaxed. stages. Do you know what I mean? I just, I don't think... But when I think, I think it is a massive it, sacrifice for some people because you got to remember the concept of retiring, no one's ever thought about before. Mm. And especially if you're working crazy hours in a crazy job, you're trying to keep up with your friends or whatnot, that's a big psychological change to say, okay, I've got this money in my bank or I've got this credit card and I'm not going to use it to keep up with yeah. my friends. I'm going to be the one in the party not having X, Y, and Z because I'm going to be responsible. But I this think is that the takes thing. a lot. I've, it does take a lot, but I think it depends on your mentality because I think there's some people out there that just... And the people come, around you. Yeah, it comes easy to some people. They think, okay, yeah. cool, I'm this age, I've done this okay. much. But now my next stage yeah. is ready, starting to plan for later. Mm-hmm. So I'm cool to yeah, let some things go. But I don't think go. everyone's uh, that way inclined. And I think what I think we're getting at is just because something's straightforward doesn't mm. mean that it's easy. No, no, mm. definitely yeah. and not I think easy. That's, and yeah. that, I think that's where we're... Yeah. I think you're dis- what you're describing, the fact that what you have to do, yeah, is very straightforward, guys. I'm not, not going to argue with someone on that one. Or <laughs> 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 at all. No, I, I try not that. to. <laughs> um, but what I'm trying to get at is, yes, it's straightforward, but I don't think it's mentally easy for many people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's what I'm trying to address, the, the part that isn't easy for them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so where should we start? Uh, what age do you need to be to retire? So... What age do you need to be? Yeah, to retire. 65. That's why what you, you said. Why do you think that? No, I say, when you say what age do you need to be... Are you oh, talking you could be about... any age to retire then. Okay, we're talking about the pension, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, then. <laughs> So you have to be 65 to get your pension. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to be 65 to retire. Yeah. Just a number. It's a financial mm. number. It's an amount of money you have. Mm. And that's, that's a saying I saw a while ago on the internet, probably I Pinterest. Like uh, and it's something that's stuck in my mind throughout. Retirement isn't an age. It's a number. I think previously in our, you know, in our communities, it was seen as an age because they didn't know any better. Mm. And generally, you had to wait till you got to that age to get hit that number. I think what, you, how, what people need to start doing is thinking, how can I get to that number sooner? Uh, you know, via various ways, investing in long-term investments, you know, starting other businesses. I know people that are trying to investing 
things now that are high income so they can you know have several properties or whatever whatever it may be however you can generate assets and income so that you can retire as soon as possible um so yeah there isn't an age to retire there isn't there is an age to get a state pension yeah there's an age to get your private pension it's not an age to retire mm. so it's really guys thinking about okay how much do i need to live uh and then that's where the complexities come right because you need to calculate okay what are my living expenses now what are they likely to be in 10 years in 20 years in 30 years time yep and, and allowing for that what kind of lifestyle do i want then exactly and as soon as you retire the bigger that pot's gonna have to be because it's got to last you longer exactly and it's, and it's got to last you for a period where your your financial life cycle is growing in terms of your expenses so it's not that's why it's not easy to retire <laughs> early right because you gotta make that money stretch that much longer um what i've generally found is millennials struggle planning towards retirement um, i'm struggling Mainly because a lot of their time, a lot of their money, should I say, is spent on paying off debts, socialising, uh, and just living. Generally. They, yeah, yeah they're here and now. They're here and now. And I think a part of that is influenced by the fact that it's not as easy to get those assets now. And I think there's a lot of, you know, it's back really and forth not. between baby boomers um, and millennials. And I'll get on to different Even keeping assets as well is difficult. Exactly. Mm. Um, but it's not as easy to do those things. So I think many of us have just thought, well, I might as well just live. I'm never going to be able to buy a house. I'm never going to be able to buy three or four houses. Let me just live while I'm here. Mm. And I think that's why many of us have that mentality. You know, it's kind of that no hope. You know, we're often called the lost generation for mm-hmm. that. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a case of just knowing where you're at and just being realistic with yourself. Uh, you know, so you might have a number in terms of the age you want to retire, but you just have to be realistic. So there's no set age is what I'd get at there. Um, the things you need to retire, um, so we mentioned before, pensions, investments. If you're a contractor, SIPs are quite good. I know John's got one. He's spoke about it before. Um, very key takeaway I've mentioned earlier. If you're not, uh, if you're if you're not paying NI, you're not paying towards your state pension, mm. and you need 35 years of contributions. You need a minimum of 10 to get any state pension, but to get the full amount, you need 35 years. Uh, are you going to go into how much? Yeah, I'll pension? do that right now. Actually. Okay. Cool. So the state pension, if you are at retirement age or at, if you're 65, basically, mm-hmm. by the 6th of April 2016, if you were 65, by then, so if you were mm-hmm. eligible for your pension by that age, you would get, what was it, around 125 to 130 pounds a week. 400 pounds, well, basically just over 500 pounds, 400 pounds a month? Yep. So your total would be around Yikes. six and a half grand for the year. Oi. Or, or if you're on the maximum, just under seven grand for the year. So that's what your state pension is going to give you. Now calculate that is what crazy. can that do for you. And that's why I say, it, back in the, so for baby boomers, the state pension was something they could live off. Uh, for us, it's just going to be a part of your overall portfolio of investment vehicles, I'd say. So just think of it as, say you need 50K to retire. Okay, you need 50K a year to retire. Your state pension is going to give you seven you know, your XY is going to give you another 10. Some so people so get that in two months wages. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or even one month's wages. Mm-hmm. How are they supposed mm-hmm. to make that last? Exactly. So I think it's a case Yikes. of, in terms of the sacrifice we mentioned earlier, you might have to make a little sacrifice now or you're going to have to make a big one, one then. Later on. Because you might go yeah. from earning 100K a year to now getting this 7K a year. And what's that going to look that like? That is scary, you know. It is. Now, granted, there are some trade-offs. Some people say, you know, as you get older... Your, in, your expenses should decrease. So, you know, say if you bought a house, you're probably paid off your house by then. Your kids will be a bit older, so you're not looking after them. But that's not necessarily the case. You know, people living longer now. You may have parents you need to look after. 
And there are some people that are struggling where they're having to do both. They mm. have to look after their parents and their kids and themselves. Uh, so it's, it's not easy. That has gone up though. So if you qualify after that age... I think you get eight up. grand. <laughs> yeah, it's gone, I think it is that. So it's gone up to like 165 uh, a, a week. So, so for like us, we'll get 165 uh, a week, which is probably around eight, nine grand uh, a year. But once again, that is based on, so to get the full amount, it's based on you doing a minimum of 35 years of NI contributions. Um, any gaps in there, so you're not working or you're contracting, you're not paying towards that. And then they'll prorate that. So say if you work oh, 25 years, if you've got 25 years of contributions, they'll give you 25 over 35 times by the 165. Um, so that's what you'll get from your state pension. So you really need to make sure you've got another pension plan. What do you guys think about that? I mean, I think it's a given now that you've stated those figures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I think what we have to remember is what we get through the state is not supposed to be everything. But I think that because we're given it, people just focus on that. They think, okay, well, I contributed to my pension through my pay. I don't even see that money. It's fine. And then at the end, I'll be fine. It's like, no, no, no. You're going to be... It's nothing. Nothing. Nothing mm-hmm. at all. It isn't. Now, I went on which, which is a... How many, Go ahead. I was about to say, how many people must be in debt past retirement? I, I, I haven't got the figures on it. And if France was here, you probably would have them. Yeah. Um, that's your job. That's your homework, bro. <laughs> you this. But I, I'd say guess quite a few i think mm. there'll be quite a few struggling um and that's why even with the older generation i've softened my outlook on them a little bit because i don't think all of them are these people with three or four houses chilling out some of them are probably struggling yeah and still having to work and still having to work and many of them do work past retirement age yeah a lot of people a lot of a people lot of work people. past retirement age especially as I say if they're looking after their parents because britain is and it's crazy i saw one chart <coughs> i wasn't too sure of the source that's why i've not posted whatever but it indicated that the, the age of this country is increasing crazy. I and, can imagine. And the youth generally seems to be in the you know the popular cities, so like London, Manchester, Birmingham. Those are places with youthful populations. Mm. But the rest of the UK is really old, yeah. which doesn't surprise with some of the decisions we make as a country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no shade. But, shade. Yeah. yeah, no shade, but shade. shade. Eclipse. Um, Cool. So I went on Witch, which is a pretty good website. You get a lot of financial stuff on there. And uh, the link I've got for this statement, I'll put in the show notes. But according to their survey of their user, whatever, uh, retired households spend uh, just under two and a half grand per month or £2,200 per month or around 26k a year. So as I said... Once so you... what the heck is that eight grand going to do? Exactly. <laughs> so as I said, you're probably spending a lot more than that when you're working. But when you retire, it's expected you're not as social. You haven't got... You shouldn't be, well, you shouldn't be. You're likely not to be looking after kids. Unfortunately, your parents may have passed, so you're not having to look after them. Um, so you, you shouldn't have to spend as much. And it's around 26K. So do you think you should be saving up to 26K a year then? Well, you might not have to save up to 26K a year, but you need to be saving. When you factor in interest, shall I say. Mm. So including the interest and the gains you're going to be making, yeah, you want to be saving enough mm. that you're able to, your investments are able to give you yeah. 26K a year. a year. So you might need more. I think that is, I don't, well, tell me if I'm wrong, but I think if you're a, a contractor, you're more likely to be, be able, able to, to do, do that. that. Uh, if you've got fr- that in mind, yeah. yes. if you've been thinking yes. about that. My friend, that. I think she said that, from by October, so she saved about twenty grand. Mm. Mm. And, and, that's, like, and that's, there's another point I'm going to come gosh. on to, Miranda, and remind me of that in regards to contractors. I want to definitely speak to them now that I am one. You know, yeah. we need to stick together, guys. Um, Make me one, please. Look, please. It's tough out here, you know. 
the, the three months between being perm and being contracting was the most stressful part of my life. Sam can tell you. I can tell uh, you. Exactly. <laughs> um, I can definitely tell So that 26k a year, however, that's for like a reasonable or kind of, a, how can I say, a meek lifestyle or a basic lifestyle. Let's call mm. it that. If you want a little bit more of a luxury lifestyle. We don't do basic over here. Exactly. And, and that's why I think it's important for our listeners, right? Um, if you want to live a luxury lifestyle, they're saying up to 39k a year is what you're going to need. Um, and if I'm honest, I tack on an extra five to ten for our listeners. Just so everyone's listening, that's after paying your bills, your rent, um, saving, looking after your kids. You have to save a year, okay, but okay. you have to have assets and investments yeah. that can deliver you 50 39k grand. or 50k. I, I think for let's just call it what it is for the black community as it stands today. Mm. I think we're going to need more than 39k. Mm. I think it's going to be a while before we get out of that phase of needing to spend as much as we do or live lifestyle as the way we do. Some, If you disagree, please get at me and let me know. Let us know. But you need to have assets and investments that can give you 39k a year. Uh, that, and that's things like just your you know, basic groceries, uh, trips abroad. So that's more like luxury mm. trips. So the 26k, you're probably doing trips to Europe or whatever, which will become a lot more difficult after Brexit. Um, if you want to do luxury holidays, that's when you're looking at maybe the 39 to 40. As I say, for our listeners, I think probably like 50k a year, unless you so want to make some serious the three, lifestyle trips I wanted to take this year, I should cancel <laughs> them basically. <laughs> maybe cut down to two. <laughs> Which is crazy, right? Um, yeah, other, so I did some YouTubing as well as reading. Uh, some people um, say that you need to have, is it 25 times your, your current, your pre-retirement expenses saved? Uh, by the time you retire, there's many different ways to calculate it, right? But the long and short of it is, you need to look at how you want to live when you retire. Yep. Get a broad idea of how much those things are going to cost, and think, okay, this is how many years. I, how much do I need every year to be able to do that year mm. in year out? And that's essentially what I would say my retirement planning would be, without doing some proper research into what retirement planning is. At a basic level, understand what you're spending, what you're likely to spend that age. And just think about a way how you're going to get assets to deliver you that. Um, so yeah, so where that was, what was that section? So yeah, that's how much you need uh, to retire. Ooh. How do you guys think you're going to get on with that? Uh, well, that's the thing. So the question is, when do you start prepping for that then? Because to have the minute you leave the womb, honestly, <laughs> no, no, honestly, yeah, 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 to get you to a stage where that's the kind of income you've got coming and in God. from you see, God. investments, assets, Joe. whatever. You, said, you misspelled, you mispronounced Joe. God, I'm going to need a miracle. Nah, uh, you and know what? Ha- okay, cool. So here's something I found, which I think would be interesting. I've got a question afterwards. Go ahead, go ahead, your question. I would say, do you think that is more easier now with social media in terms of like having a side hustle, generating more money? Do you think it's easier to make more money now? I think I think that it is to be honest. I think okay, I don't easier compared to when we didn't have social media. Just because of my age, I wouldn't be able to tell you. But now I do think it is easy to have some sort of income, even if it is selling stuff on eBay. Do you think we should mm. use social media though? Do you know what? It's a, it's a tool out there. I think if 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 people do it in a way and it works for them, then I, why not? I, I say I say why not? Gosh. I don't know. Cause, as we were talking about the fire festival, I think we use social. It could be a detriment. 
And then I was watching, I don't know if you've not seen, Killer Mike has got a, yeah, yeah, yeah. We watched a, couple episodes a of show on Netflix called Trigger Warning, which yeah. is absolutely sick. Well, I think it's sick. Anyway. Yeah, no, Some it's, of it's a little bit ropey, I ain't gonna lie. You hit the strip club one too many times for me, man. I've only watched three episodes, okay. but I, I like this, this, the strip club culture, so I'm here for it all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to see it on my ass, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, anyway, anyway. But, um, <laughs> um, I was going to say, yeah, I watched a couple of episodes and he was, I don't know if you saw the episode where he tried to, with porn and oh, the yes. trace. Yeah, man. That was like, <laughs> no, wild. It was really wild, but I was thinking, why don't we go back to basics in terms of a trade? Yeah, Why do we yeah. always think of going to going to social media? Because once, like like we said before in previous episodes, when you got a page on Instagram, you don't own that page. Yeah. So once they take it away, what you are you going to do? I, I like that as an idea. So when you said that, originally what I was going to come back with is, okay, yeah, I think social media is a tool. And I would what I would suggest to people is to use it in conjunction with their own website. Mm-hmm. So I think if you are a social media based business, and I think even if you have a trade, right? It's all social media is, is a way to Just market. Just a market. So yeah, maybe... I think what what you may be getting at is not every day be an influencer. Yeah. Maybe it's get a trade, but market your trade on social media. Yeah, yeah. However, I would also say market your trade on your own website as well. Definitely. Because what Felicia mm-hmm, says is so true. If your page gets hacked, deleted, or that provider goes out and down or out of business, your whole business model is gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you ha- also have a website, you've got a fallback plan. And if anything, maybe you should be trying to direct most of your traffic to, to your, your website. website. Yeah. Yeah. You know, use these platforms as what they are, just a platform to get your thing popping. But with social media, there is the um, selling ads. That is another way of doing it. Companies are using influencers to advertise their products. Mm-hmm. Re- regardless of what happens to the platform, the, you've already earned your money because you've put a post out there. So I feel like the reason why people turn to social media is because it's easy. If you have a good camera and you've got a memory bank of great photos, you can earn money from your bed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You could wake up in the morning, post a picture, you haven't moved mm-hmm. and you've earned 200 pounds. Okay. And depending on how big your following is and how big your engagement is, mm-hmm. that can grow and grow. Mm-hmm. So, so Go ahead. So, so, but to answer your original question. You're not sorry. <laughs> Brother, you know how much you cut me? Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, um, <laughs> not everyday nice guy, innit? <laughs> when are you? When are you nice? Anyway, anyway, anyway. back to the podcast. Back to the podcast. Come on. Nice. Anyway, sorry. So I'm a little bit conflicted whether or not it's easier now or not. And I was listening to Joe Budden, not your favorite person, Sam. Oh my gosh, you don't like Joe? No. Anyway, we get back to it in a yeah. second. He's, he's Go on. Not. But um, I think they didn't ask this exact question, but they kind of had. They asked it from a music perspective: Is it easier to be a musician now? Oh, that was a great argument. Yeah, yeah. And Joe said it's It was an interesting conversation because I think, yes, it's easier to do it, but it might be now harder to stand out because everyone's doing it. I don't think it's easy now. So I don't don't think it's easy. I think it's hard. I think think so. I think it's easier to get up and running, but I don't think it's easier to be successful. Nope. Because I think back then, yeah, you had to jump through hoops to get noticed, but there was less people who had been noticed. Exactly. And Mm -hmm. had more chance of standing out. And once you were there, you stayed... there for a while now it's so easy for you to be copied replicated uh blah 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 so i think yeah it's easy to get your foot in the door but to bust through that door uh sorry for my analogy i think it's harder that's my personal opinion yeah and i think that's one of the things that has been on my mind which i was heard that's why i like your idea about a trade because that's not something that dawned on me because mm-hmm. th- those things are never going to go away. Mm-hmm. Never. You're always going to need someone to plaster your house. Electrician, plumbing, yeah. and those flooring. haven't really been popular in, in our community. If you think and they it. should be. They, they should. Yeah, they really I don't should. think it's always... And come back to the earlier part of this episode. 
not every day you have to go to university. Exactly. No, you might no, not have no. to go to you. Not don't just push your kids down university if that's not, not their what, thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if they've got if they're more if they learn visually or they're better with their hands, get them into a trade from young. And because and, and in the end, they'll have their own business. Exactly. You know how many times I drive through rich areas and I'm just seeing these white vans outside these massive houses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know. So I think looking at that is another option as well. You look, go on the yellow p- pages and see how much a call out is for a plumber. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Per hour. Exactly. Um, so so I, here, here's a bit I've got for you guys. So this is a list of things you, uh, if you want to retire, you should give up. And I'm going to ask you and see if you give them up. Uh, so see if you could do them. So mm. first one, spending mindlessly. Yes. Yes. I could give okay. that I up. don't do that anyway. Uh, okay, so you don't do that anyway. Not I really. could give How it do you think you could With get food, better? actually. You know, interesting you say that because I think, well, I've seen it so many times. I know it's personally for me. Food is what millennials spend on most. Yeah, I'm a fat girl inside. Yeah, I'm, I'm just a fat girl. Same. <laughs> I'm not a fat girl. I'm a fat guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, okay. Do you food, think you, is yeah. it something you think you can improve on or actively trying to improve on? I'm actively trying to improve on, but I think it's something that I could do. That wouldn't be the hardest yeah, thing. Same. Mm-hmm, same. Yeah, same. Yeah. I think that's something most people seem to be starting going down that Mind journey. Food and Uber, but exactly what yeah. Sam said. Yeah. Okay lifestyle inflation which is a point i wanted to come to for a while ago i think that is a secret killer what of your retirement say? planning lifestyle and this is the best way i've heard it put right lifestyle inflation it's the concept of as you earn more money you spend more money mm-hmm. and we all do it right? i think we all do it naturally sorry to cut you brother <laughs> <We all do it. laughs> But I feel like we, we've all done it naturally during this age. So what should I say? 27 to 36. Mm. Because I'm trying to not give away our <laughs> But um, I feel like we've all done it naturally because we've gotten older. So I think although we say that we shouldn't do that, some of it is a given. But anyway, that, continue. But is that because things are more expensive? I think our lifestyle changes. You move out, you pay rent, you... you okay. Do you know I, what I mean? I, I think some of it is that. Yeah. But I do think some of it is you just make different lifestyle choices. Yeah. I think where you eat. Yeah. When Pakistan. so for me, <laughs> I so my kind of uh, growth in career and, and earning came a little bit later on in life, right? So I got to an adult age and I wasn't earning great money, but I was still surviving. I was happy to be in Primark all the time. Same. You know, I, I you know even back in the day when I was like probably my late teens. I used to work in Tesco on their clothing section. Mm. I wore Cherokee and, f- <laughs> and f- uh, Fred and Florence or Florence and Fred or whatever it's called. I used to wear that to raise regularly. Yeah. Jeans for like ten pounds, mm. like, and I'd be in the rave next to the guy in the iceberg, and I'm still getting looks. Yeah, not as many maybe, but but I'll still get some. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> and me and my cousin Darren, uh, we used to be, we used to pride ourselves on it, being able to look good as good as the guy mm. who spent hundreds and hundreds on his outfit versus us spending fifty. And still going home with the same amount of numbers mm-hmm. or enough numbers to keep ourselves occupied. Mm-hmm. And guys, that's all you need. You mm-hmm. don't need all the girls. You just need enough to keep you busy next week, mm-hmm. right? Until you're married and you don't need none. Whoo! Them disclaimers there. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I do wish there think, was a camera in here. Uh, <laughs> I do think lifestyle inflation is a massive, 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 massive thing, especially because generally with increasing salary comes an increase in stress. And how do we relieve from stress generally? Spend, spend eat. All right. For me, spend Whether it be eat. on clothes, <laughs> experiences, holidays. Food. Food. You know what I mean? So I think it's the first thing you think is when you get that, that pay rise, of, oh, what else can I do? What mm. else can I do? And I think it's changing your mindset to think, how much more can I save? Yeah. How much more can I invest? Yeah. I don't need to now go and get 
the next car up. No. You know what no. I mean? Let me still get the car that I could afford when I was on 20k yeah, a year, even yeah. though I'm now on 100k a year. Yeah. And if you can have that kind of mindset, you can save so much more, so much sooner. Yeah. I think, personally, it's a problem in our, and I think this connects with another point they had had, um, called keeping up with the Joneses mm-hmm. and showing wealth. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. think in our community, that's a massive problem. What I'm going to ask you two guys, do you see any chance of that changing? Oh, no. I feel like there's literally going to be two groups of people. There's going to be the people that don't entertain it, probably not really on social media too much, really don't care. And they've made it a conscious effort to not. Quick question. Sorry to cut you, but I'm going to help you. Thanks for your help. Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, do you think not being on social media would help that? Yes. Um, I think so, yes. because let's be real. Yes. Apart from how much do we go out and show ourselves to this number of people all the time? If you didn't have social media, a number of people will not see you. Yep. Because you've got your small circle of friends that you roll around in. You see people and you go out every now and then. But on social media, you are showing yourself to however many hundreds or thousands of people that follow you. And because of that audience, you feel the need to keep up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yep, I agree. I agree. That's why we're not going to have visuals every week, guys. Because sometimes we need to repeat the outfit. All right. Listen, I mean, I'm going repeat my outfit. Listen, my rep- I paid for it, cool. so you'll be seeing it. <laughs> you know what? Let's, okay, let's repeat outfit with our chest. <laughs> yes, yes right. absolutely. I'm, I'm a grown ass woman. Yeah. I can do what I like. I don't live that lifestyle where I can only wear stuff once. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, the next one was buying lunch and dinner every day. I don't oh. do that. I I think I think it's something I'm trying to get better on. I think we've, been, I think I could, I think we've been a lot better. Yeah, today. yeah. I, I think, think we could do that. Yeah, I think easily. we went through a period where Delivery and Uber Eats were seeing us regularly. regularly. <laughs> honestly, honestly. <laughs> I had Reg- Uber Eats yesterday. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> you get in at seven o'clock or whatever. You look at the kitchen like that looks like effort. <laughs> yeah, you look yeah. at your phone. Okay, let's yeah, go. Yeah, food can be like here me. in 25 I minutes. Dessert, so I ordered dessert yesterday. Imagine. Mm. I haven't done that yet. No, I have. No, yeah. I think I have. Nearly 10 pounds. Um, because of the delivery and all of that when I was doing deli- I was doing Uber Eats at lunch break as well what See, I yeah, haven't done because, that you know when we was going through so the company I was at at the time was being sold so it was just work was crazy yeah. having a lunch break was non-existent mm. right so I'd make work, it existent yeah, people and, and I tried to do that and I definitely do whether it be going to gym going for a walk whatever I definitely try and take my lunch break more often than not but yeah I was doing Uber Eats for lunch as well so I think yeah that kind of spending I think is something we all can do in yeah. and I think a lot of people recognise that you know, going to Itsu on a lunch break or whatever, whatever. Buying a coffee and croissant in the yeah. morning. Yeah, yeah. You, you look on your monza, you're spending like all well, £10 a day. Yep, more uh, than that. Exactly. Because in the in the mornings when you're going to prep, what's that, £4 pounds already £4 pounds, in the morning? Yeah. Yeah. Then like, lunch, what, what seven, eight pounds? Yeah, same, same. <coughs> you don't eat breakfast? Yeah, no. don't eat breakfast. I'll eat breakfast at home. Yeah. No. No. I can't no. leave my house without it. Oh, really? No. Oh, the first time I eat is probably like 2pm on a work day. Mine's going to be like 1, 12, 1. That's, hey. how, that's how busy it is. Yeah. I get hangry. <laughs> <laughs> you get used to it after a while, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, I think, yeah, the whole cooking at home or whatever, I think is a big thing we can all do. It's an easy win. It's probably going to be more nutritional for you. Taste, to, taste better. You, yeah. Taste better. It can be exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the tips I use is the things I get from these places on delivery or Uber Eats. I learn how to make it myself. Yeah. So like um, the meatballs we get from IKEA, I'm gonna yeah. learn how to make them. Yeah. A, I know exactly what's in it, and it'll be cheaper. Yeah. Um, what's the next one? Excess living space uh, or moving back home. So that's a great idea. You know, and so, don't be afraid to do it, people. Um. Yeah. Agreed. So I think the first bit on the excess living <laughs> space, 
um, you know, if you've gone and bought Sam's a house, shaking her head. No know, people. I'm not going to get onto that. Or whatever. Um, you've gone and bought a house. Did you really need to go and buy the four or five bedroom house if there's only a couple of you, or whatever? You might be future planning if you're planning to start a family, or whatever. But if you're renting, to you know, should you be renting in the cheapest way possible? You know. Do you need to go and rent that three bedroom house if you can maybe go and get a three bedroom flat that's a bit cheaper and mm. it's going to meet your needs? It's just thinking about, you know, wherever you're living, not overstretching that. Maybe not yeah. saying I'm going to live in this area. So I'm going to go and rent a place in Stratford City so I can say I live in Stratford City. Mm. Go and go and rent in Stratford E15, the original Stratford. <laughs> yeah, the original Stratford with Stratford Centre. Um, maybe doing that and, and commuting in. Just do, doing it in a smart mm. way. In regards to moving back home, I'm, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Um, not in my current situation. Um, I have a daughter. I have on weekends. And I made the conscious choice of living out so I can do the whole parent thing properly. Yeah. Mm. I think it's very difficult to be a parent inside your parents' house. Mm-hmm. And it's very difficult to parent independently. So mm-hmm. you're, you're, the grandparents are always going to spoil their grandkids. Yeah. Because yeah. they, get, they get a second chance at being parents without the responsibilities. Yeah. That's what being a grandparent really is. Yeah. Right? So you get to be nice cop all the time. Yeah. And I think that can be difficult when you're trying to bring your kids up yeah. and do it yeah. your way. Because your parents raised you in a certain way and you will feel a certain way about it mm. and want to raise your kids differently. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't think, I don't know. I just don't think it's always worth the sacrifice. You just, I think like with all of this stuff, look at the sacrifice. If you're solely focused on the money, go back Go home. for it, yeah. yeah. If, you, if you're thinking to yourself, it's going to be a quick six months, a quick year, then maybe do it. If you're stressed out yeah. and you can't handle the exactly. expenses that you are paying exactly. and it's beneficial for you to go home, then mm-hmm. I would say go home. Exactly. Mm. But I think, sorry, go on. No, no. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think in that. So look at it like that. But for me personally, I wouldn't because once again, I'm still big on living life and having experiences, mm. being able to have a home that is just, you know, being able to give my daughter what I had mm. is important to me and be able to have that experience of being an independent parent is important to me. You don't get a second chance at it. Um, so that that's that that's me in my situation. Yeah. But from a pure financial point of view, and if you're in dire, so even now in my situation, if I'm in dire straits and it's a case of okay, we're not eating if we you know if if we stay in oh, this flat, yeah, yeah. I'm back at my dad's house tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that's just what it is. So if I have to, I would. Um, someone could argue that's me giving up you know future potential assets and whatever, but. Me, I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with that. I'm comfortable that, okay, I'll have slightly less when I retire, but I have all those memories and experiences being You a might parent. have more. You know what I mean? And I think it's taught me a lot more. Yeah. You know, I, I definitely think sometimes if you stay at home too long, you can, you'll have assets, but you might necessarily have the know-how how to best use them. Mm-hmm. You might not have the life experiences. And sometimes if you stay at home too long, it's too late for you now to move out. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to move out in your, in your late 30s or whatever, you don't know how the world works. That's yeah. what I'm thinking now. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think there's a balance, basically. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's a hard, you must stay at home till you're 40. No. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying there's, you have to be out when you're 20. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a balance, basically. I think everyone do what's right for them, but I think where we're in an age where people are talking about well-being and mental health so much, you have to do what feels like peace and peace of mind to hey. you. If you need space to do that and to feel that, then you need your space. I personally, I've just, I feel like work is stressful. I want to come home. I need space. I need to be able to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. So for me, you don't want mommy telling not, you X, Y, and Z. I just, I just feel like I can't, I can't, I I'm can't. Too I'm too, and that's the thing. I feel like it's been like that for a long time for me. That like I haven't lived at home for a very, very, very long time. Like it would literally be like what you said. If we're not eating, then yeah, that's fine. But I feel like for me, peace of mind, having mm. my own space is so important. For my well-being anyway, that's me. Okay, here's another idea. So, you know, like in Greenleaf, right? 
They've got that massive (laughs) family home, right? Mm. So what would you think of that kind of situation where maybe you, a sibling, and your parents, you lot go and buy a big house Mm. where you've all got your own kind of section where you don't have to see each other? Could you do something like that? I could do that with my mum and my sister, yeah. Because of how the personalities of my mum and my sister. Mm -hmm. I don't know how that would be for someone else or for my future partner. Mm. I don't know. But for me right now, I could do that. I don't know. That's just just an idea that's been floating in my because I've looked at that setup and it looked pretty cool. Mm. Like, it looked pretty sick in Greenleaf. But that's because of how rich they are. Yeah, and it's, I'm just thinking of it on a smaller scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we haven't got a wing, mm. but you know, like, maybe this is something you can do in your home countries. So yeah, if you're yeah, building yeah, a house yeah. in your home countries, yeah. maybe you build a family home. I don't know. But the thing is, for my parents, that's what they've always come from. They've always come from like family quarters. Mm. So when they go back, somebody still has their section. That person has that section. So mm. it's big enough for that. I think, I think that uh, that is I consider yeah. can consider more. I think for the houses I want to build in Ghana and Jamaica, uh, mm. talking to speaking into, into existence. existence yeah. um, Amen. Um, that, I, in I think that's definitely the basis I'd like to do it on. Yeah, yeah. To you know build a family home or at least a family compound. Yeah, because. Yeah. When we're going to countries that we've not grown up in, right? So we need some sort of community mm, and support mm. network. So that's just an idea that I've had in my head. Yeah. Uh, next one on the list is your car. Another big one for our people then. Would you uh, scale back on the kind of car you I get? I did. That's Go how on. I was able to have a property. Mm-hmm. Go on. So two, was it 2014? I knew I wanted to quit my where I was working. I knew I wanted a property. I wanted to do right to buy. So one of the things was getting rid of my car, which was £250 a month. Mm. And I thought, why am I paying £250 a month? I live so close to a bridge. Everything is central. I work five days a week, hardly go out weekends. Why Why do I have this car? Mm. I got rid of it. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Got rid of it. And it's easy. And I haven't driven since 2014. Mm. But I think this is the year where I think I might drive. If I can afford it, then mm-hmm. I will. Mm-hmm. But there's ways too. So yeah, but it's a case of doing it in the most affordable way possible, yeah, yeah. which is, I think, a thing we will struggle with in our community, you know, because we've got the whole German whip craze. Mm. And, you know, we covered this on the Would You Drive a Sea episode. Yeah. See that plug? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's a case of, you know, do you, so say, you know, you're going to go get a car now. Yeah, mm-hmm. what, what are you looking Would at? Would you go and, so it's a case, okay, you've got a choice. You've mm-hmm. got the, uh, I don't know, you've got the Range Rover Revoke, mm-hmm. sorry to be stereotypical, mm-hmm. or you've got a, I don't know, let's call it a VW Tiguan. Mm-hmm. Difference is £100, you know, a, a month. What are you doing? But you can afford. You can afford both. You can afford yeah. both. The Range Rover. Speaking from my high chest. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I probably would take the Range, if I'm being honest, if it's a £100 difference and I can afford it. But the reason why I wouldn't take the range is because I don't have kids. It doesn't make sense. Mm. No, no, no. Mm. But no, so say if it was two cars that were within, so let's say, okay, a VW Golf. Mm. A Golf and and a a C-Class. Okay. Well, yeah, a Golf and an A-Class. Yeah, Yeah, they call it a Golf and an A-Class. Difference is £100. You get in the A class. Yeah, you of course I am. The I get in the A class. But the question, my, why, why are you getting exactly, the A class? Exactly, that speaks to lifestyle inflation. Yeah. And, and lifestyle, isn't it? Then that's the lifestyle. <laughs> you see? See, when they were singing a song, they didn't finish it. Lifestyle inflation. Um, but that's what lifestyle inflation is. Yeah, basically. I can afford it. I want to look nice. I want to feel nice in this car. I'm going to get it. You know, yeah. you don't feel as nice pulling up at the lights. In, in the Gulf or in the Nissan or something I'd, like that. But I would though, but that's the thing, the car that I'm looking probably to get is probably a smart car because mm. it makes sense. Mm. I think, yeah, yeah, it does. But I think, that's you know what? It. The smart is a little bit of a cheat code, you know, because 
as much as it's an uh, economical car, it's not seen as a cheap brand. No, it isn't. Do you know what it is? Yeah. It's because there's not that many comparables. Yeah, exactly. If every brand made the, the two-seater economical car, then maybe the Smart... But then Smart is Mercedes, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. So when you go and get thing. a Smart, you go into the Mercedes is, showroom, yeah, you still yeah. get that small, small experience. Yeah. When you get your statements, it's from Mercedes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you yeah. Know, when it comes out of the account, it's from Mercedes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? <laughs> so it's a case of, do you think us as a society have too much concern with the brands yes yeah absolutely and it's really sad there are so many even in terms of clothes and and footwear i think cars is crazy there's so many cars that we just don't drive we do not consider (laughs) ever i was a bit spoiled yeah good um seats um (sighs) citrons skodas skodas what is that that? but that's the thing like these i met salmon that's why she knew she was a keeper Me keeper, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a comfy um, car Skoda for six months, which was not fun. And he he, he hated it. I and did. It was just but I was, six months. I was out and out brand snob at that point. But okay, so I'm mid twenties. I'm working for a company that was owned by VW, right? So I was getting new Audis every six months, right? I was doing lifestyle. <laughs> I had like what was it? Two A5s, an A4, Q3, two Audi TTs, all in the space of like three years. I was living the, the footballer lifestyle a little bit. But an admin error mean, meant he had to have to exactly. for so a little bit. Yeah, so my first order, basically, I was supposed to be getting an A5. They hooked me up with an estate, Skoda, black. My mum used to call it a hearse. <laughs> right? And it did look like a hearse. The thing that Undertaker drives, yeah, that's what it looked like. And on our first date, I had to pull up outside Sam's flat in that car. And one of her friends dissed me. I won't say her name. And she goes, why does he drive a truck? Or was it, what a tractor. It? A tractor. Why does he drive a tractor? <laughs> and... You can understand how excited I was when the next car I got was a brand new Audi Q3 and I pulled up outside her house doing the gun lean. Before <laughs> <laughs> it was invented and felt nice about myself. But yeah, I'm a little bit of a bad snob, but at the same time, I couldn't spend crazy amounts on a car. Like, I want a nice car, but I can't pay nice car money. Yeah, I'm, I'm not so doing that. I'm not cheap. doing that anymore. And Regardless think... if I have the money, I'm not doing it because yeah. I want a comfortable lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. Where you said earlier, um, Jerome, that you feel like our generation is going to struggle with our future plans. I think that's one of the things because it really is so sad that we, we, we're young, we're not rich, but we only consider certain cars. It's crazy. It is. It's, and that's something crazy. I'm battling with myself. And I think... We are battling. Yeah, we we're, are, we're battling. We're battling. We're battling. Yeah. I've, f- I've tried every which way to try and find car, a and... German for cheap. <laughs> right? But it's not looking possible. So we're going to have to make the smart decision. And I think that is, for me personally here, the big thing. It's being able to be comfortable with knowing you have it without having to show it. Mm-hmm. I think that is tough for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Knowing you have it and not letting people know you have it. Yeah. Because, and me personally, this is just my theory here. I think it's because we've come so much from poverty, even personally, yeah. or through yeah. our friends yeah. and the yeah. music we listen to, mm, yeah. the stories yeah. we identify with, whether it's a boxer that's come from poverty or a rapper that's yeah. come from poverty or us just being poor. Mm-hmm. I think we hate the idea of buying these brands because we associate it to a time when that's all we could afford. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. Ju- that's just my theory mm. on it. And I think it's being able to still have those brands, but no, I, I can afford more, but I'm choosing not to. Do you know, it's so funny. My dad, because we had, when we had two cars, one of them was a BMW and then the lease ran out and then now we're looking for the next one. And my dad's like, I'm like, oh, we're thinking out of this and this. And he's like, oh, well, why don't you go for a BMW? Like, dad, why? <laughs> why do we, why? And I think he says that to me. He's like, oh, I think you should go and have a look at this. I saw this ad and it said, it's like, why, why do you want me to drive a BMW just because mm, it's yeah. a BMW? And that's my dad who yeah. is retired. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing your dad, he'll probably try and argue that 
BMWs have perceived quality. Oh, please, blah, blah, he's just blah. doing image. But I, exactly, I think if you really look into mm. it, some of these other brands aren't that far away in terms mm-hmm. of how quality. durable the car yeah, is or the quality not. of the car. I think that's just an old. Maybe back in the day, it used to be the yeah. case that BMWs and Mercedes were better quality. I think a lot of it now is branding. Yeah, I but that that shows the poverty thing, even from my parents who mm. should be wise enough to think. Do you okay. think people that come from poverty f- uh, are overly focused on wealth? Or, or showing of not everybody, no, not everyone, not everybody. Okay. I think some people do it the right way, where they think I'm never going to go back there, so I'm going to make sure I live within my means or live as if I'm earning less, even though I'm not, mm. so that I can always be secure. It just depends. And then, do you think that's kind of a mindset that we maybe need to push out? Yeah, there absolutely. More? Yeah, yeah. That's when people, you know when people have that meme where someone's got a Gucci belt and then someone and then you got is it Steve? Not Steve Jobs, the one that owns Microsoft. What's his name again? Max, uh, Bill Gates. Yeah, Bill Gates. And they're like, oh, you will never know he's a billionaire, but you got yeah, this one with a yeah. Yeah. Which, got nothing which, in their bank. I think that meme is full of shh. But. Yeah, I think so. I don't really read into those too much because. You don't read into You've got to deal with lifestyle, that, right? Yeah. He grew up in the same area as us. He'd be dressing like us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> true. You know, um, but I, I get the concept. Except, of it. Yeah, I do exactly. Get the that's what I was going. I, I, think, and I, and I agree with the concept. I think it's a bad example a little bit, you know? Mm. Because I'm sure if you take. The modern day Bill Gates, who's living in Stratford City, I guarantee he's not dressing like Bill Gates. Yeah, I guarantee he's, he's in Balmain, just like all the it's other true. people in Stratford City. Look at the people City. that own Pretty Little Thing and all of them. They're living mm. the big lifestyle. Exactly. So. You know, so I think that's a lot to do with your social circles as well. Mm. You know, you know how old she Connor Walker. Do you know how old she is? Yeah, twenty six. <sighs> When I found that out, House of Beep CB, when I, you know, I was showing you guys in my house, my mm-hmm. parents' house the other day, the blonde girl that yeah, yeah. started Connie that Walker. brand. Yeah, she's 26. And she's 26 years old. And she started it from, she said that she knew that she had a sales and creative background from when she was in Dawson Market with her parents. Mm-hmm. And they was, used to do like junkyard sales mm. and selling stuff from there. And I was just like, okay, cool, Dawson Market, that was my local. Yeah. <laughs> 26, I'm, I'm older than 26. <laughs> yeah. And no, you've got House of CB. <laughs> I like that when you said her parents, right? So mm. going back to, is it easier to start a business now? Mm. If you see your child has some sort of thing they want to do, yeah. let them try it now. Let them, start, you know, let them start a business. I think a lot of entrepreneurs seem to have got into business at a young age. Mm-hmm. So maybe mm-hmm. let your kids start a business. And let them on make the mistakes yeah, because they're, mistakes they're young enough to... To recover. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, they don't need the check. They're doing it out of interest. So yeah. that's definitely something I'd definitely promote. Yeah. Any idea she has, I'm going to help her do oh, them definitely. as soon as possible. Definitely. Um, okay, so I think we've covered keeping up with the Joneses. Um, the last two I'll put together in terms of things you need to do or give up in terms of to retire early is giving up the waiting to see kind of mentality just saying okay it will be okay in the end and actually taking steps to do it now mm. and with that comes procrastination mm. I think a lot <laughs> 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 and I left, left that one to last because I think that's a major one for us yeah for yeah, me, yeah. yeah I think I procrastinate a lot in life anyway I'm not the worst but there are many things I have procrastinated on and I think we all do yeah and definitely. I think it's what I'm going to do personally is actively find ways to combat procrastination instead mm. of just telling myself I'm going to stop procrastinating mm. but it's obviously not that easy right <laughs> so I'm going to look into ways to actively stop procrastinating whether it be by planning by having a hard and fast day that I set to that okay this is my admin day yeah, yeah. right and the thing is I've got a reminder in my calendar saying this is my admin day I just now need to make the steps to, to stick do to it, it. Mm. Yep. you know maybe I need an accountability partner I need Sam to say to me Jerome it's Wednesday you doing your admin send me the and invitation the yeah, yeah you know so it's actively looking at ways to stop procrastinating because as we've said throughout this episode, you need to start as soon as possible. Mm. If you didn't start when you was young, 
you need to do a lot more. Yeah. So get started now. Time isn't waiting. So by next week, I need to get certain things sorted because so do yeah. I. Mate, it's stressful. And if that's the IB for is being offered for a good price, just take it, please. And yeah. post it on your social media so you can set you the precedent so we can all follow you. I'm actually looking forward. <laughs> you know what I try and what I do now when I when I so when I'm in the smart mm. and you know like a range or something pulls up to me and I'm looking at the wheel arch because it's just that much. <laughs> 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 and I'm feeling real insignificant about mm. within myself. I literally just think to myself, you know what, I don't know what your situation is. You might be able to afford that, you might not. Yeah. Either way, it doesn't impact me in my don't journey. Watch no and I look straight. Yeah. Don't That's what it face. is. When I get to the lights, I might look, okay, it's a range. Then I look straight and go on with my life. Mm-hmm. That's what I do, man. Because you know you can pay your bills at the end of the month. And I'm when you retire, nobody else's money is helping you. Exactly. It's your own and your money's yeah. not helping anybody so, else. So. Yeah, and, and I don't think it's a case of always thinking, oh yeah, they can't afford it. They must be this, they must no, be that. No, no, no. They, they might, might actually they be, might be doing great. It. But either way, it's not your plate, so don't eat it. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> cool. So I think that was all for me um, Can to I wrap ask up. Something. Go ahead, both of you. Now, what have you been doing, or what are you doing? Going to start doing to plan for your retirement. So I think the first things for me was paying off debts. Mm-hmm. That's the thing I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there was a time between working perm and now getting my first contract. So accumulated some debts, I had to live. So paying off those, uh, getting in control of my spending, um, thinking about my spending. Mm. So little things like okay, there's things I've wanted. And I'm really thinking, do I need them? Mm. Can I put them off? Do I delay them a little bit? So certain luxury items, okay, yeah, I want a pair of Balenciaga trainers. Yeah, I'm going to save up for them, <laughs> you know, I'm going to save up for them over three or four months instead yeah. of just saying I'm going to bang it this yeah. month. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you can still treat yourself, but that delayed gratification. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's mainly it for me, getting in control of my spending, paying off debts and getting in control of my spending are yeah. my first two steps. And then after that, it's going to be looking into investing and da 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 da. Kalisha, um, I would say upgrading my career skills. Mm. Yeah, same. that is really important. Yes, um, one, I wouldn't say maybe take control of my spending because just like I said, I want to take like three or four holidays this year. No, I don't think I should take three mm. or four holidays this year. I think I may need to cut back mm. and actually really plan like my retirement yeah. and where I am in like the second stage because I say I'm in stage two but really plan out my life proper oh look at me spitting properly mm. so um yeah it's, it this episode has made me kind of scared it's definitely uh, yeah a, it's, it's it's a, a I think we need that right you need yeah. to be uncomfortable yeah. to, to do stuff right? yeah. Yeah. like a real food for thought and maybe yeah. I actually need to probably sit down and write stuff yeah. out yeah. yeah and I'm I think the main takeaway I'd like for people sorry to cut you Sam or to interrupt you is for people to stop thinking about retirement as being something for old people. Yeah. Think and how you can do it while you're young. And not negative as well. Yeah. It takes place when you're older, but the planning for it is from It doesn't now. have to take place when you're older. Well, yeah, exactly. yeah, that's true, exactly. that's true. You're right, you're exactly. right. Exactly. And it's, like I said before, just a minute ago, it's not negative. See if there's a positive, like, oh my gosh, I can relax in 10, 15 yeah. years. Yeah. I can I work relax. when I want. Yeah. I can travel when I want. I can spend what I want, want. when I want. Yeah. Yeah. So I think for many of us, we've just been so told, told so much that you need to work, 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 work. Work, 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 work. Oh my God. But yeah, yeah, let's figure out a way to do it smart so we don't have to do it so long. Yourself? Um, Just really, really stick to spending plans. Really, really stick to Mm. my budget. That's one thing I said I'm doing this year. Um, I need to just try to never buy lunch at work, which I'm doing quite okay with, but I need Mm. to be strict. Mm. Just be strict with my spending and just knowing that anything that I do feel like is a sacrifice, it's not really a sacrifice because it's better in my situation later on. Mm. And with some of these things, guys, you don't have to go cold turkey. So yeah. it might not be a case of I'm never buying lunch. It might be, okay, I'm going to take in lunch two, three days a week. 
And the other days I'm going to get my prep. Or I'm gonna Do get you know, the reason why I say never is because sometimes after I eat lunch, I just think that was dead. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is for people that are just starting their journey. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, it's to phase it in almost. You know what I mean? Because it might be quite tough to go from buying prep twice a day to now just cooking every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to phase yourself into that. So maybe on the weekend, okay, you're going to cook enough meals for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. The rest of the week, you know, you're buying what you're buying. And then eventually you can do it all week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I was saying. Did we touch on um, starting investing early? So like in your 20s, so but by the time you retire, the returns you got on it are... Uh, like not, in detail. Um, not in detail. But you did speak about making sure your returns give you what, like 30? Yeah. I think we spoke about it kind of in previous episodes. Yeah. But I would just say in that time, just in your early 20s I'm not saying to go and invest but do research on it yeah. so when it gets to the time where you are earning a certain amount you know what you're going to yeah. be doing and, and I think one thing I would suggest to young people is look for the next investment opportunity that's coming up so not always the long term investing that we speak about yeah. so there might be rather medium term or short term investment opportunities whether it be properties or I don't know your whatever friend's it business. Be. it could be something so yeah. small yeah. it could be starting it could be you know it could be that a lot of people retire from starting a business and selling it yeah mm. yeah you know it could be okay I'm gonna go and get an interest mo- interest rate uh, so interest only mortgage and, and get the rental income or mm. whatever it, there's many different ways so I'd say for definitely for young people because you know you've got your ear to the street what's the new up and coming thing and, and see how you can take advantage of it yeah. you know how you can now bring your parents into it because you found the new thing out They've got the money. Mum, dad, here's this new investment opportunity. Yeah. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. So I think it's working across the various generations um, to try and, you know, how can you get X amount of money as soon as possible so you don't have to go to work? Yeah. And and, and that doesn't mean you're going to stay at home doing nothing. It's going to be doing the things you want to do. Yeah. We need to wrap up, but as you can see, we can talk for ages for about sure. this topic. But guys, we want to hear from you. What are your retirement plans? But before we go... <sighs> <laughs> so what did you guys learn this week um not a fang not a fang i learned that i need to get onto my retirement plan quick yeah. time quick time yeah this week that's what i learned as mm. well i learned that oh, i don't want to say this one because then people are going to judge me but so 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 it is i learned that thc how did i know <laughs> <laughs> it's the topic of my study it is, at the moment. It is, it is. Go um, on. THC. THC isn't actually naturally in marijuana plants. THCA is the substance which is in naturally in marijuana plants. And actually that substance doesn't get you high. It does have some other uh, benefits, but it doesn't get you high. THC is uh, formed when heat is applied. So when you smoke it, when you put in edibles or whatever, the heat then turns it from THCA to THC, which is the compound that gets you high. Okay, that's good. Good to know. See, well, you know, these products are going to be on our show, so you know, Mm. I'm going into them. I want to know what's happening, you know. Yeah, what did I learn this week? Oh, that Game of Thrones is coming back on April the 16th, I think it is. April 14th or 16th. I'm so looking forward to it. I haven't watched. I started re watching it again for the third time. Oh, yeah, I also learned that Adrian Broner just doesn't learn from his mistakes and decides to not throw punches. I learned that we follow your instincts and go to sleep if you're not interested in the boxing because it seems like you're not going to miss it anyway. Yeah, well done, Sam. Yeah. You chose yeah. the better option. Yeah. <laughs> I'm drinking this iced coffee. Hanging. Thank you for guys for tuning book. in again. Um, we can't wait to see you on the 25th of February. Mm-hmm. But um, please continue to contact us on yes. the socials, Making Sense support, PC. Please. Thank you for your ongoing support. Email us at info at makingsensepodcast.com and we will see you next time I've been Sam Kalisha and the one and only yours truly Jay I hate saying my own name sounds weird (laughs) Francis will be back with us very very soon take care guys